1: what's up everyone the
2: podcast is fueled by xp sports xp sports has created gaming supplements focused on giving you what you want their products deliver more than just energy and come in unique formats including pre-game powder ready to drink cans and even gummies guys i love them the ready to drink can delivers zero sugar zero calories and zero lag the xp sports boost energy drink is delicious and can help you get through any long gaming session. The formula in the Boost Energy Drink includes a scientifically studied ingredient that supports mental energy, performance, and improved reaction time. It also provides another ingredient that supports normal, healthy eye function. If you're more of a gummy person, try the gummies. They provide an ingredient that supports mental clarity and another to support normal, healthy eye function as well. We all know how important that can be. Make sure you have these bad boys in your gaming arsenal. I use them every day, guys. I mean, come on. Talk about multiple birds with one stone. Take your game to the next level with XP Sports. You can purchase XP Sports on their website, xpsports.com, on amazon.com, or at your local Walmart. Use code CODCAST at checkout for a 30% discount. Yeah, that's right. I said 30%. That's xpsports.com. Take your game to the next level. Talk about it here in a bit. I'm gonna get the tweet out. Welcome audio listeners. Much love. It's been a while. We're back. We had to hit a pivot. <laughs> Everybody knows. I mean, we gotta show love to that too, as well. The the flank has been killing it. And me and John have been deciding on how we wanted to maneuver and stuff. Um, obviously, we can't go live immediately after matches, so we're gonna do some pre-shows from now on. But it's really early where John's at right now, so he's gonna he's gonna ease into this. Yeah. <laughs> Let's see, where's this, uh, this image at? Dun, 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 dun. Let me get this uh, tweet out. But yeah, man, how you been, bro? I'm pretty good, man. How you been? Been solid, bro. I just had like a nice little get-together with friends and family. I'm vaccinated now. so Let's go. I'm feeling good, bro, honestly. Dude, podcast is live. Bam, it's tweeted out. I forgot to tag you, so you can just go to me and, and hit the retweet. Yeah, today, guys, we're going to be discussing discussing all the like, changes <laughs> that were being made. Obviously, we have a lot of catching up to do. Uh, it's going to be like an hour-long show. So we're going to talk about all these changes, our predictions for the day. Um, I'll pull them up on the screen and stuff. And maybe we'll dive into like the performance at the Stage 2 Major just for a little bit. Actually, we should probably do that right in the beginning. Um, so yeah, let's actually do that right now. So Stage 2 Major, Toronto get the victory um i know a lot of people were super surprised about that john remember when i was talking about toronto on episode number one i said that at some point during this year they would get a championship and they did so i feel pretty good about that um yeah man i think just every player turned up on the squad i think the biggest difference and i've said it before is their map pool increased like they kept playing raid control and they, they were losing it throughout stage one and two and they continued to play it and a flip just uh switch just flipped and they ended up expanding their map pools and they had two control maps and then you know, a couple more hard points came along. It just gave them a deeper map pool, And then adding Express, them being good at that, helped them a ton. They were able to make the run, man. What are your thoughts on Toronto's, like, overall performance?
3: I mean, Toronto's overall performance was obviously just ridiculous, right? Yeah. Uh, we saw bands at a band to the level that we haven't seen them hit, I don't know, since Black Ops 3 champs. They looked like they were just all on the same page. They looked like they were actually outperforming Atlanta, just teamwork-wise, on every single map, pretty much. Yeah. Like, it was really impressive. I didn't expect that from that Toronto team obviously. like We all know that they had the potential but for them to turn around as fast as they did is what caught me off guard. Especially against a team like Atlanta who looked to that point to be pretty much unbeatable yeah. in the game, right? So it was, it was really impressive. Um, nothing but love for them, right? Like It just it caught me off guard inside like like ridiculous insurgent search and destroy it seems to keep going off yeah they're just a really good team and hopefully they can keep up the consistency because that's usually the issue yeah with the um top european teams or at least historically is they show these flashes of being great and then they kind of fall off right like so i'm just at hoping wrong
2: time right Sometimes. yeah
3: so I'm, I'm just hoping that they stay consistent because i want to see it'd be sweet to have a european team at the top and it'd be sweet to have uh, just another top team along with like Chicago, or Atlanta, you know what I mean? And Dallas, yeah.
2: just another team in the mix. No, absolutely. So, uh, I think the the biggest thing for them that gives them a huge edge is like the search and destroy became very good. And like for a mm-hmm. team to be, you know, dominant and we're not dominant, but just like contending at every event in this day and age of call of duty. Like that has to be, I feel like that has to be like your best mode now. Um Just because teams are so evenly matched and you can get the biggest, Disparity and search and destroy, I feel like, versus the majority of teams. Um, so if you can if they can keep continuously excel in that mode, I think they can stay near the top. Uh, and they looked really good. Uh, especially Vance Uh, he was absolutely frying. You gotta think like the changes that he made, like that's gonna give him so much more confidence. Um, in the past, he's had events like that, and he didn't particularly continue to play that well afterwards. So I'm gonna have a lot of eyes on him once again. Um, obviously they believe in him. Think the community believes in him now so that should help him out going forward uh but let's flip the script over to to phase and for those you just joining us we're just quickly recapping the major uh because we didn't have an episode since then So we're going to quickly recap that and then we'll go into more current stuff uh but let's talk about phase a little bit um do you think it was just like an off day for them or what do you think happened
3: uh no i think they got outplayed to be honest i don't think like one let's just give toronto their credit before we say that so I mean, they played great. And they outplayed FaZe in the Search and Destroyers. I think that was the issue. Because before in Stage 1 and pretty much leading up to this, FaZe was the best Surgeon and Destroy team by far. Yeah. That cost them huge in this final, right? And then two, I have to say it is just a fact. Um, I do think that the team coming from winners should have some sort of advantage. I do. I think that they should have like a game, a map, something. But that is not why they lost. Because they came out and still won that first map. They had the lead in the series and they lost. They got outplayed. Mm-hmm. I think that phase showed weakness just because their teamwork was falling apart in that series. Toronto had better teamwork than them. FaZe obviously had to go back to the drawing board. Hope maybe they did. Maybe they did not. And figure out why they were just not on the same page, why Toronto was able to expose them. Well, and-
2: I th- go ahead. Go ahead. I no, was going to say, ahead. I think uh phase, they, I just have some maps they need to work on still like express. Obviously it was a big weakness of theirs that they've been losing consistently. Uh, their hard point, uh, also like wasn't as dominant as it was early on. Um, I just think they got caught off guard by the pace that um ultra was playing at one uh kleenex was on another level especially in the controls they just started dominating controls like phase was not ready for that and you could tell in the series that their communication was not on point i can think of like a few key moments where you know it was uncharacteristic plays out of phase uh, do you remember that crazy streak that kleenex went on like outside of kitchen on rate yeah. control like it before that play if you go back and look at it like simp is in kitchen waiting for his teammate and there's teammates near like p5 and water steps and he's waiting to try to kill kleenex and then he ends up sitting there nobody helps him he runs around the back kleenex gets a kill and they're not keeping track of him and he ends up getting like six seven kills so clearly that was like a miscommunication on the side of phase so there's just like a a few errors that they were making that it didn't seem like they, they usually do. And I think that that was just like the pace that Ultra was able to play at that no other teams have been able to do against FaZe yet. So um, this is- it's really exciting that, that FaZe were, lost that series, to be honest, because now like we know like they're not just gonna dominate the whole, se- the whole year. This is something
3: that a pro player told me and I'll just keep his name out of it because I don't want him to have to deal with whatever. But he told me FaZe has one weakness and it's because it's a BZ. Now, Abeezy he is as uh, nuts. He's not saying Abeezy's bad in any way. He thinks Abizi's great. Everyone thinks Abizi's great. The best entry man in the game. But when things start going a little bit awry for FaZe, and when they start going a little wrong, he thinks Abizi tries to be Superman. So he's he what he normally does, he goes in and gets those ridiculous kills, those ridiculous two pieces and opens up the map for the team, and that's great. He's the best at it. Yeah. But when things aren't going well, he Tends to push ahead of his team too much and do the same thing and try to do like he's trying to win the game for his team so much that he's causing the pacing issues where like things like that, where Simps not getting him the help that he normally gets because of BZ's out there just pushing too fast, trying to get it done. And this only happens when the team is struggling. I mean, whether I or not see. that's true or not, that's that was his thoughts on it. And I could see it because I've seen it before and it doesn't happen very often since they're always winning. But when it does, it's it's usually that and it's something to keep an eye on
2: no, I could see what you're saying. Uh, I think like uh, with phase, like also what happened in Search and Destroy is, yeah, I think they got a little bit too aggressive. Like uh, they like strayed away from their strategy, and you know, in-game decision making was a little bit off because you know they were getting picked. I, it started happening when they played Gorillas. Like we saw what could happen if a team played passive and waited for that first blood, and phase gave it to them. And it's, it seems like since then, phase started to slip a little bit more in Search and Destroy. And when they give up those picks, like, teams are starting to figure out, like, we can, you know, screw with these guys' heads. Like, they were rapping back and forth bombs. We saw Toronto multiple times, like, on Miami go back and forth. There was times where Vance was crawling literally in the sand past RCD's pre water, which was just super smart. Like, it's just preparation on another level that, you know, I just don't think FaZe was ready for. So, yeah, they got beat fair and <clears throat> square. They have a decent amount yeah. to work on. And, you know, they brought in Tupac to help them in search and destroy, which... You know he has a history with these guys. Uh, maybe he can help them out a little bit. What Crowder said yesterday is like it literally just can't hurt them. You know, so he's excited for that. And you know, I think uh, I think they'll they'll get a lot they'll get a lot better. We'll see. Uh, but I welcome. Commend,
3: I want to commend Phase by the way, just the organization because they have a team that's ridiculous, and they got what first and second. And as soon as there was a flaw, they went out to immediately try and help address it at least. Like yep. that's something that I think a lot of organizations could. T- could look at it and be like well I, I mean it's it's obviously costly and there's other things that go into it but well what like what uh what they're crowder trying said. to make things happen
2: yeah what crowder said was like it wasn't reactionary like they didn't lose a bunch of SDs and be like we need to get tupac basically what he's saying is like the opportunity was there and he thinks that it was like a sin that you know tupac wasn't on a team so it was like it can't hurt picking him up because he thinks like search and destroy tips coming from tupac is going to go a lot further than coming from him which you know, that could go mm-hmm. a long way. So, I mean, and also for a player like a BZ, you know, hearing like, hey, maybe you should slow down from time to time, you know, or, you know, give him some sort of tips on the map. Like he's going to take that well from Tupac as they've won a bunch of search and destroy tournaments together. So, uh, I mean, that could make them way, way scarier. But I mean, at the same token, they're still top two team in the game for sure. Uh, undisputed. But let's move on talk a little bit more about some of these other teams uh, performance throughout the major. Um, before we go into the more current stuff so next one i'll talk about is let's talk about dallas here for a second um dallas seems like they take like a little bit of a, a step back uh my thing with dallas is i think that um you know throughout stage one hook was disgusting um i don't think he got you know bad by any means i just think shots got a lot better and we need them both to be on form at the exact same time uh, and we're kind of waiting for that uh, so i'm curious to hear your thoughts on that
3: I mean, it's hard to panic about Dallas because they did get second and third. Yeah. It's just that they weren't they weren't dominant, right? So I think that we just need... We haven't seen Zio. We haven't seen the kids yep. all fry, like you just said. Like, yep. We haven't seen uh, Illy be fantastic. We haven't seen... I think Shotzi's been... He was better, but he still wasn't fantastic. I think Kyler was the only person that we've seen on the team out of those guys that's shown like the brilliance that you need for them to be the best team. And then Krim obviously has had his flashes where he's just ridiculous. I just think that Right now, their their teamwork is obviously off. Right, they're yeah. winning these matches just because of the just their sheer talent and they like they have they have ice basically. Yeah. They're clutching up in so many spots, winning so many close control rounds, S and D round. Like their wins are super close. And right now, obviously, I know you know Krim. That's unacceptable, right? They're gonna they're gonna figure it out. I think it's gonna take a little time. I think last year it took what maybe into March, April, something like that for yeah, them to actually bit, yeah. kick up. Yeah, it mm-hmm. took them some time. It takes some people some time to figure out whatever the title is and figure out how to exploit the game and figure out what people are doing and do it better than other people. And I think that I actually think that Dallas is about to come up like is about to come up heavily right now. I think this is their time. I think there's yeah, enough take. time gone. Yeah. Yeah. Just just give them a little time. And here we go. I think they have enough talent to do it. And I think that other teams S&D woes like phases' S&D woes or something like that could really help Dallas go on and win i really don't think there's any other team besides phase that has as much individual talent as them right i don't think even think it's kind of close maybe sure. maybe optic if we're just talking about individual talent so oh. if they actually get their teamwork on the same page then yeah
2: i think you know maybe this is diving a little bit into the current stuff but i think like with this this patch it could help optic a lot honestly uh blood thank you for that by the way uh, you know the ARs are gonna be a lot better now. Um I don't know if you've you've watched any streams or played the. the this patch. The, uh, didn't they revert the patch a little bit or something? Didn't they change
3: the slide cancel back? Wait, did that happen last today? night? I don't know. Last I think Jack, it happened last night. Yeah,
2: let me know what's going on. Did they did they change the patch back? Um, but if they haven't, then this could help Optic a lot because formal and dashy, obviously. Uh slide cancels back. Okay, it's already like 80%. All right. Um uh, <laughs> Does that that doesn't change though that like ARs still run faster than subs though, right? No, it doesn't. Yeah, that's yeah, still a so, fact. Which so is like, just a weird decision. It's a weird decision, but like that'll ARs out still like a little bit. Um it's a bit slower. So so chat, is it fixed, do you think? I haven't played this morning yet. So if uh, it's fixed, I, I need to see the snaking clip. Can somebody link also, this clip in the chat, please, by the way? Yeah. So apparently
3: the snaking is faster, which the pros are going to do. Let's get over it. They're going to snake each other when it matters. And, and uh, the slide still works. Someone, I think Fire was tweeting out that the that slide is even better if you do it right. Well, that's happened before. They've tried to fix issues, and it's, it's gotten worse. Oh, there's the clip. I think, I think that they're playing on the old patch, though. Yeah, they are. I think they are. The pros, yeah, so in the future, this might become relevant. We don't know how Treyarch's going to end up patching and fixing it up.
2: Wait, old patches and like, they're not playing with the snaking update at all? no they're oh. they're playing with what was played with before oh really okay so here's yeah. the clip let's pull this up real quick wow this quality is absolutely <laughs> cheeks there we
1: go the no one <laughs> <laughs> i can't top green if you guys I haven't seen live.
2: this clip yet yeah, go grab oh whoa <laughs> load up the stream so you can see this john i see it You're oh man bad. that's yeah, ah, that's like that's oh crazy dude he literally Watch can't about. look
3: at him Cool. Good luck killing Cellium. Oh man, that's, there, 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 there. that's wild, dude. He faded everyone out. Oh they literally God. can't there,
2: there,
1: there. kill him. This game Yo, been... Yo Rick, are you? This game you
3: know what that been... looks like on their screen, right? That is ridiculous. I mean in he's fact.
2: invisible, yeah. Yeah you might not even notice that, like, unless you're straight. Look at this. He can't he's spraying and can't kill him. You're, you're fucking bitch, uh, That's pretty crazy, there. man. I mean, well, glad we're not playing on this today. So that's that's good. Um Rip, yeah, I mean, there's not really much else will say. That's pretty broken. Uh, let's see. Okay, so Maddox responded to it. He said, um, should make the camera transition out of slide feel a bit better, but likely a touch too fast in that crouch to stand transition. The good thing is the first person camera.
0: We're driven by the search for better, but when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Is now matching the
2: third person character in this patch, so you're not breaking cameras like before. That's kind of like a vague. I it up, kind of like a vague tweet. I mean, even if he's not essentially breaking not? the cameras, he's still crouching up and down at light speed, so like you're not going to be able to shoot him. You know, I mean,
3: developers always think they're attacking breaking cameras, and they just never are because they don't play the game at the super high
2: level. Yeah, I don't. Th- I oh, think your those cameras here move back. No. Ahead, I think my,
3: I think the videos are the uh, cameras are just always going to be broken in these games. And if you have any type of mechanics like that, it's going hard to be hard to fix. It's hard to fix that. So yeah, for sure. we'll see how it works
1: going forward. Like any good team, hiring the right employees for your front office is just as important as recruiting the best players for the game. That's why you need Indeed. Indeed is the job site that makes hiring as easy as one, two, three. Post, screen, and interview all on Indeed. Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Offer valid through June 30th. Terms and conditions apply.
2: All right, um, we'll spend a couple more minutes talking about the major. Uh, Minnesota, another team to talk about. I got really high hopes for this roster. I think they're they're very good, very sound team. I like their dynamic. I thought, for one, Standy, playing in his first major, incredible. Played a great, a great major. Uh, accuracy, there's been questions on him. I know that there's some people in the community... Uh, Some notable people who don't think he's very good. I think he's still very good and still has it, um, especially with how he played. Uh, And then Priestley stepped it up as well. It's like the whole squad, I think, was playing Sound Call of Duty. Um, I think they have good good teamwork and they have a very bright future. Uh, Their series are some of the best series that we have. Um, And they they (laughs) fell to a very hot Toronto. I think it was a, a tough loss, but they had some big wins, man. So... What are your thoughts on, on this Minnesota team?
3: I mean, this Minnesota team is really good. If you look at since they brought in Standy, they probably had the toughest road out of any team. With the teams they played, the Optic yeah. Dallas, like they played a serious road, and they proved to be competitive in every single match, including the one that they lost to Toronto. The team is just good. Hold on, hold um, on. this guy in the
2: chat, we got to adjust that, John, before it gets hidden. He said their HPs are getting better, but their S and D is struggling. Their S and D is solid. They lost. They won some crazy six fives and they lost some insane six fives. I wouldn't say their S&D is struggling. I think that's a, a, a hot take. Um, yeah, I mean,
3: also, you got to look at who they were playing. They didn't play a single easy team. Yeah. Like, their matches are just going to be close. It just is what it is. And the fact that they were in them from where they were, if you remember that, before they made that change, they were ass. They, they were even 0-2. Know. Yeah, they weren't even but those they weren't even competitive. They were terrible. Yeah. Like yeah. They, they needed the change and when they changed they, everything improved. Their HP's improved slightly and then they started improving a little bit more over time and they just became a competitive team and obviously the most important thing when competing is confidence. And I think that they have that. They should have that going forward. They got fourth place and I know those guys they're not going to just sit on those laurels. They're going to try to get better and we'll see what we see in the next stage. I think that they were extremely good they're a lot better than i thought they'd be with the change
2: it's not a honeymoon blackout. i don't think so their matches were too insane and too intense for it to be honeymoon like they played so many series so many long series to the very end they played sound call of duty that's like they're they're gonna be a contender going forward at least i think so Uh, i love i love this squad and i like where they're going uh another team talk about uh optic They, you know, got better, especially their search and destroy. looked a bit better. I really liked how formal was taking command in game. I think that they were needing somebody like that to do it. I think it was, I think like in-game leader role for Envoy has been like a lot of pressure on him in this game to get better. I mean, I see their, I watch all the like optic content, you know, they crack jokes and stuff and Envoy is always sitting there. He's like, (laughs) he's just like, ah, you know, I'm trying, man. You guys didn't listen or whatever, you know? (laughs) So I just think it was a lot of pressure for him at the same time. He's trying to improve as a player and be the best player that he can be. And you know, I think he's got the most uh, room for improvement on the roster right now. I think uh, his ceiling is way higher than what we're seeing. His decision-making isn't uh, what it once was. So, uh, but yeah, in search and try, like the changes they made. Dashi playing a lot more discipline, staying alive, um, formal, more in-game leader uh, type player now. And he's also taking over in some of the hard points. Uh, their map Pulch needs to expand a little bit. Uh, your thoughts on Optic, John?
3: I mean, optically pretty good. At, they they ended up losing that ridiculous match to Rocker, right? Yeah. So, I mean, we don't even know if they won that. Historically, Optic's pretty momentum based. So, if they win that match, they win that six five. They go on. They're playing in t- Toronto. We have actually no idea what goes on after that. They could end up getting to a final for all we know. So, uh, I you know it's Optic. So obviously the fans always react and overreact and yeah. like we got to do this, we got to do this. And actually. As far as going getting sixth place goes, or fifth, sixth, I think it was. Yeah. This was the least panicky I'd be about it just because yeah. of how they played and how close it was. And they did go through that like rough patch with that horrible week or whatever it was. So I think that if Inwood gets back to that point where I think he's one of the best players in the game, right? One of the top five players. He wasn't playing like that recently. If he gets back to that, I think that Optic would be fine.
2: Yeah. Their decision making in search was way better. I don't know what their practice regiment yeah. was like in SD or, you know, how much focus they put on it, but it got immensely better. They're Their in-round adjustments, like rotating bombs back and forth, um, like what they changed from after losing just into the next match I thought was incredible. So I'm excited for this Optic team. They continue to be competitive in Search and Destroy because we know how dominant of a respawn team they were, how they hadn't lost the control for so long. Like, there's just a, a couple of things that they need to focus on in control now. It just takes time. Like, it's like a a pendulum swinging if you think about it it's like they're really good at respawn they suck at search they fix their search respawn takes a dip and then it'll <laughs> all the come together yeah. at one point as long as the players stay focused and continue to have that drive and i, I think they do yeah and that's another thing formal went from a point eight. it's like a 1.3 in stage two I, I you're talking about search and destroy i'm pretty sure and yeah and it was like a six map spree of search where his KD literally went from like i think it was point close to a 0.9 to a 1.2 or something like that so he had a huge turnaround that we didn't talk too much about. Yeah, he's he's, he's doing well. And uh I won't paint you guys with talking about every single team's performance at the major just because of the interest of time. Um and we're getting into stage 3, but yeah. Uh those are sort of like the, the the top top teams. And the next ones a lot of them made changes. So let's sort of jump to that topic. Let me pull up this uh page. Switch to. All right. Um so here's like some of the changes they made or teams made. Let's start with um start with florida so they bench slack they bring in um havoc uh and i talked about this last night on the flank i think what they're hoping for is just a dynamic change on the team um mm-hmm. and you know havoc i played with him i teamed with him uh, he's very vocal player in game he makes quick decisions uh you know even if it's not always the right decision it can help <laughs> you in game because it's a quick no hezzy play and he's good at that type of thing and in search and destroy obviously that's his best game mode it should help them a lot um I think Havoc might be a big asset in helping develop a player like Neptune. Uh, what they're waiting for, though, outside... Like, they're not bringing in Havoc to just fix... Yeah, I know his cam's off a of They're not bringing in Havoc just to fix all their problems. Like, they're still waiting on Skies to find consistency along with Awakening. Like, that needs to be the duel on this team. That's, like, the stars. And then, you know, Neptune, I thought, started to play a lot better. So um, I'm, I'm excited for this team. What's your what's your take on this roster and this uh, move? The thing is,
3: I don't think that Slack is playing poor, right? But... Obviously, the team needed to do something, and the two ARs are just not going to get dropped. They're, they're gross. So it's yeah. between him and Neptune, and at least in the current times, we're trying to give players like that more time to develop. Mm-hmm. So I think Slack just got the, the shit into the stick. And yeah. I, I mean, it's, of all the moves that happened, I really don't think he was playing poor. It's just the team was not playing at the level that we know that they can play at. And that's as simple as that. The team needed to do something, and they're here trying to make a play, and they obviously already have that chemistry with Havoc from last season. Havoc does bring like a, a level of aggression that Slack doesn't normally. So we'll see. I mean, on yeah. paper, the move's pretty neutral, but all that matters is how it affects their teamwork.
2: Yeah, I mean, uh, I heard some, like, things like Havoc didn't play the first month of the game and stuff like that, and he wanted to be, like, a streamer and stuff. So maybe there's a little bit of questions of where his, like, passion lies, but we know how good Havoc was last year. I mean, they won a few chips together. They have the chemistry. Um, So we'll see. Florida's had moments of greatness. Like, when Skies and Awakening are on point, it almost, like, didn't matter how the rest of the team was performing because they're so good together. So hopefully at some point they're they're able to figure it out. Um, I think it's a big, like... uh, you know, they had to adapt a lot to this game like they found their most success in a five v five title and then they switch over to four v four. they lose. You know, obviously one of the best players in the world. Rest in peace, F3. Uh, and they, mm-hmm. they they dealt with a lot of stuff, uh, especially for a team of players that they didn't really have. A va- I mean, outside of slack, who is on his like bounce back tour. So, you know, this team just has some learning to do. I think uh, by the end of stage three, this team can be very, very, very good. All right. So next, next talk, uh, New York subliners, uh, (laughs) Hydra for Mac is like the, the rumor, like it's not confirmed confirmed yet, but like, that's like, it's going to happen. Um, and you know, I'm hyped for Hydra duty. This guy has like some of the most hype we've seen since what, like Simpa BZ type players. Like we haven't heard this much hype about a player in a while. It's not, well, it's either for Mac or Dimcon. I know they scrimmed with both. Um, but we don't know the, the, uh, the sure answer yet. It's Hydra for Diamond, not Mac, I think. Well, I know Mac wants to go play with Wester for a bit. Either way, I just Either talk about way. Hydra for a second. I'm hyped for <laughs> Hydra to play.
3: Me too, me too. So I think that this, this is going to be huge for New York. And uh, obviously, them getting absolutely du- dookied on at stage 2 was huge for, for Hydra. Uh, if Hydra is like that next upcoming talent, then this was a no-brainer, even if it's for Mac or yeah. Diamond Con. Obviously, New York was playing well this season overall. But imagine taking a team that's playing well overall and adding a, a potential superstar talent to that team. Uh, I don't see how it could go wrong either way. I think it was for Mac, but...
2: Yeah, that's what I thought initially. Yeah, uh, the yeah, chat's I, saying something else, so maybe they know.
3: Maybe they know, but I mean, if we don't know, I don't know how the chat knows for sure. All I know is they played... For sure, Mac was playing with Wester at some point. Yeah. So or all Sim we, we know. Them. Yeah. Yeah. Either either way, we're gonna find out. <laughs> we're gonna find out shortly. And the whole point is just give Hydra a chance, see if he can come out with the fire stage three, and see if they can win. I, I think that they're gonna get they're gonna get back to it, and I really don't even know if it's up to Hydra. From what I've seen in the few games I've watched, Hydra's going off. It's up for it's up to Clay to get back to playing in the way he was playing in stage one, where he was dominant. Well, I like this. And stage stuff. two wasn't like that.
2: I like if it's for Diamond, kind of actually like like that better because. Mac, when he runs an AR, is like he's pretty good, man. So, if he comes in and he's the flex and Hydra and ASIM, they have like that duo, they're gonna be like one of the quickest teams in the game. And I'm not talking about just running at people when gunfights, like they're gonna be quick on their moves and quick, smart because Clay makes quick, smart decisions, you know. And Hydra and ASIM, they're gonna go with whatever Clay says. Like ASIM has proven like he is working hard as hell this season, and he's one of the best SMGs we have in the league. So if he gets like a duo like that, that they can sort of like bounce off of, you know, when you look at, you know, the Shotzi Hook can you look at the BZ Simp, like they'll have a really solid makeup of the, of their roster. So, I mean, it's just to see what Hydra's going to be doing, bro. Like imagine like having two ASIMs on the map, like if Hydra's is as good as ASIM is, that would be something else. That would be something else. So yeah, they did a good job with their, their substitute situation this year and their roster situation for what it started with to what they have now. I'm excited for this team. Their their major performance. You know, they ran out of steam, bro. They ran out of steam. A lot of the teams, a lot of teams caught up. You know, Clay obviously. You know, at this point in his career, he's he's still frying at times. But you know, it's really really hard to do that every single stage. He was playing on a, on another level, bro. And that was that passion that he had. He's like, I, I can't. I have to be on one of the better teams in the game. But it's really hard to keep that up. So, yeah, we'll see. Uh, their search and destroy we'll see, yeah. will be the one thing like uh, I guess I worry about a little bit. But uh, yeah, other than that, I like the change. I'm right, moving down. London Royal Ravens. I'm not too excited about this change. Uh, they take out Dylan. Uh, Dylan, like, I don't know. Like for Dylan, everybody's been waiting for him to get back to super Dylan, super dominant SMG, running around slaying. And you know, at times he has these series where he just throws up the funk, especially versus some of the better teams, like versus Phase and you know some of the top top teams. Dylan hasn't been playing that well, but I don't know if it warranted. Putting him on the bench. I don't think Dylan was a one game wonder. No, he's never had like a really solid squad, man. It's it's hard to to dominate the game when you don't have like the right people around you. Uh, and Zaptius, I mean, we've seen him play before. Uh, maybe he came into the league a little bit too early. What game was that? Was that like up Black Ops Four? Black Ops Four, yeah. He didn't Last have to. Be- <laughs> he didn't have the <laughs> best performance whatsoever uh, in that game. So, I mean. Maybe he's developed more as time goes on. I haven't paid too much attention to Zaptius. I know he's did some things in Challengers from where I, I talk to people. But, I mean, Dylan, dude, that's such a talent, dude. It's really difficult. It's really difficult to say that this was a, a good change. What are your thoughts?
3: Uh, well, let's say this. We don't know the inner workings of the team, so we don't know if they're getting along, fighting, whatever it may be. We don't know that, right? So I'm just going to talk about pure ability, yeah. and I feel like Dylan has the potential to go crazy from time to time. Even if he hasn't been like the Black Ops 4 Dylan that he came to League being, he's still the one with the most potential on the team to go off. You keep developing Him and Paul X probably, right? Yeah. You pick up Zaptus, and it's like, now you have... Now Zed, I've actually liked Zed's inclusion on the team, right? It yeah. seems to be a really good teammate. But he's not the player that goes off. I've seen... I remember there was times when he would get like... where he got like three kills and a hard point before it. Like, you know what I mean? He, and that was Black Ops 4, so obviously people were stimming away and stuff. But I've seen him get dumped on. I've seen... And when just in the league, I've seen him get dumped on plenty. I've seen... It just... To me, this, this team looks like they're lacking firepower
2: heavily. You should be building around Dylan, in my opinion. Yes, yeah. you should. Yeah. And I
3: think... And I'm like... I, and when you go from where the roster was to where it is now, like last year, where it was... Like, you've given up so much firepower and I don't understand this move. Zap just is... Like, I mean... I, I like to give people their chance. Let them have his chance. But for Dylan... It doesn't seem to be the right play because Zap doesn't doesn't it's not going to come in the league and start lighting it up slaying. So I don't know who on the team is supposed to do
2: that. I don't know. I just it's it's tough, man. They're 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 hoping for more teamwork. I like when they brought in Zed, I think he did bring an element they were lacking. Like the teamwork seemed to get a lot better. They started to win way more series. Um, And then I guess they thought Dylan was a little bit too fast, like didn't play his life enough. Wasn't playing discipline. Call of Duty didn't really fit their mold. So they put him on the bench, they bring in Zaptius uh, and they're hoping that the team works there and they're just, they're hoping to be a more consistent team. Are you going to win championships with this roster? No. I would probably say no. No, you, you won't. Um, but they were dealt really tough deck of cards this this year. Like they, their roster like Alex was was really good, I thought you know, and then Zero obviously could never even play. And this is a roster that they're, they're left with. So, I mean, I think players like, you know, Shawnee and Zed are sort of on the chopping block a little bit for this team uh, going forward. Uh I don't think this is this roster will be the roster we see throughout the rest of the game. But nevertheless, guys, I know there's Royal Ravens fans <laughs> in here. I'm excited to watch them play and see what they can do. I have high hopes for them. I just I love Dylan as a player. You guys know me. I've been one of the biggest Dylan fans since the beginning of this entire season. I, I think he's never been horrible. I just think he's never had the right pieces around him. I agree. It's just
3: No, I mean, you're right. It's hard, especially running his role. If you don't have the right pieces around you, it's hard to go off. It just is fact. So (laughs) plug plug someone else into that spot and we'll see.
2: Anyways, that being said, we don't know how this move went down. Dylan could have just like had enough with this team, right? And this could be, you know, them like, okay, we're not working. This isn't working, Dylan. You don't fit what we want to do. Put you on our bench. Dylan, this could work out great for him if he gets traded to another team, because I know there are are teams that would want Dylan. Right. And Lisa's like a substitute next up if their team's not performing. And that could work out great for him, because I know at this point in his career, he's probably wanting to be around some fresh faces. You got to think that. Right. You got to think so. (laughs) It could work out great for Dylan. I mean, and that's what I think a lot of the fans have been waiting for, especially Dylan fans to see him on another team. With the different players that play a different play style, I think it'd be awesome. There's some, play, there's some teams that could really use Dylan. I mean, you know, like what's the team we talked about in Florida? We talked about earlier, like having Dylan that's true, It yeah. could help them out a lot. And there's definitely a move that can be made there between these rosters, right? That you can make some sort of trade there, like for some cash, something like that. I think you can help them out a ton, dude. So, uh, we'll see, we'll see. Uh, that's a good point. That's a really good point. Another move that was made is temp going to Paris. Um, I mean, you said is probably your your favorite move that was made going into stage three. What are your thoughts? Yeah, this
3: is this is this is my favorite move. Uh, unfortunately for Fire, he had his time. He just wasn't playing that well. He just wasn't. And uh, in this game, Donnie was playing fine before he got dropped from from LAT. Their team just started to fall apart, as we all know, and it affected everyone. But Donnie was playing well, and I think that him just going to back to team with Nick and a spot where he's comfortable. With you, he's playing really well in this game. I just think that this was a no brainer and just a Easy, easy, easy fix for the team, and they can be on the same page. Apparently, Scraps is playing really well in his new role. and In
2: the flex role, he was, he was yeah.
3: good, dude. Yeah, so, like, I just think that it shored up an issue. Like, Fire just wasn't bringing it. Not yet. I hope that he gets a chance back in the league, because I thought he was going to— I actually did think that he was going to be really good. So did I. We gassed uh, him. Yeah, yeah, so— uh, he just didn't ready. make it and that happens he wasn't ready yet but give him a little time maybe he'll be back but don doesn't need time right don don is coming in and he's ready to fry and i just think this is the easiest move and the best move and the least controversial one for sure this my, is an easy one
2: my only worry for this team is because their respawn's gonna be fine like the respawn already was like solid up at, at times with their last team um and you know search and destroy though like Bring it in temp, I don't know if it gets better. Like that's like been like one of their that's weaker modes. That's true. And you said this too, which you know a lot of people disagreed with before, but it was it's facts. Like Aqua's teams, when they're good, it's because they're good at search and destroy. And this team has not been good at search and destroy whatsoever. So like they need to they need to figure that out. Because bring it in temp is not gonna make their search like immediately better. So that's the one thing I'm worried about for this roster. And we've seen in this game, the teams that are consistently good at search and destroy are the teams that succeed uh, more than other games like this game in particular. So yeah, I'm worried about that with this team. We'll see how it goes Uh, for temp coming in. He's going to have to bring a lot of, a lot of firepower there and the respawn. They'll be absolutely fine. Having scraps, classic aqua and temp, like you have enough slayers to have a strong respawn roster, especially control. Yeah. It should help their control a lot too. Mm. those guys just understand respawn. <laughs> they just understand how to slay how to get kills how to farm how to set up like they're not going to make a ton of mistakes when it comes to hard point uh, and then temp and control has always been pretty solid so searching story for yeah. me is what I'll have my eyes on there
3: Hopefully, hopefully they figure out a way to mesh and just... If they can win, like, maybe half their searches, which I don't think they will with this roster when I'm looking at it, I think they'll be really good. I think they on... On paper, their team is super strong in respawn, actually, with the inclusion of Temp. If you it think is, about it, they just have a team that, that works really well together. Search is going to be a problem. It's going to be a problem. Mm-hmm. If they can get to half,
2: they're going to be really good. It just comes down to, like, their... I don't know. Like, their, their decision-making in-game. Like, in Search and Destroy, like, players... Have to be willing to go out there and make a play and i look at this roster it's like who's the, the <laughs> big search and destroy playmaker on the team you know and Nick, yeah, but yeah, like super inconsistent yeah exactly like there has to be a guy who's willing to make the play like hit the rotation through mid and get and challenge that gunfight off the rip and, and win it um and that is where they're they're absolutely going to struggle um when those rounds get a bit dicey and gets late in the game three three four four it's like okay Every We know everybody's strats in this map. Time to make that switch. This is when I'm going to go through mid and try to get this kill. This is when I'm going to rotate back to B and try to get this kill. Who's going to do it on this team? We'll see. It's got to be Nikki D. Or Temp. Got to be one of them. We haven't seen them really do that consistently in the past. So somebody's going to have to pick it up. All right. Moving on. Another change. LAG. Uh, Chino for Vivid. Um, Sealy talked about this last night. So I'll bring up uh, his, what he said. Um, it was wasn't like the the main reason, I guess, for replacing Vivid. Um, but this is what he talked about last night, which was like Vivid is you know, statistically like the fastest player. Like he plays at an insane speed in like all the game modes. Uh and they want to have a more disciplined approach to Call of Duty, um, playing your life, staying alive, uh, you know, not throwing it away, being with the squad, playing at the same pace together. So they think bringing in Chino will bring that and fit that mold of the roster and, you know, getting rid of vivid and help them out. So I don't necessarily agree with that. I think I would have liked to see them keep vivid on the team and find him a duo and then everybody else sort of, you know, play at that pace um, and build around him because I think he's the best player on this team. Um, what are your thoughts? He was the best part on the team. <laughs>
3: he was the one consistently doing the most for the team. Um, I'm just going to call it like I see it. This is what I see. I see a group of people protecting themselves, protecting each other as friends. Not that they have anything against Vivid or anything like that, but what I see is uh, Silly and Apathy have been a part of a team for, what, three years, Black Ops 4, MW, and now this game. Over those three years... The record, I would, I would say that they have the worst record in the league. I think that there was a point in, um, in MW where they were good at the very beginning, and then they fell off tremendously. They didn't win a series for like months, literally months. In Black Ops 4, they were fucking, Envy was fucking terrible. If you remember we were talking oh, about were. it, Kyler was literally <laughs> supremely backpacking the team by himself. By himself. And when, they, when he left and they got, they were still terrible. They were terrible. This game, they're not good. Somehow, some way, with all these people getting dropped all over the league, these guys are still a unit. And vivid was playing the best, and vivid wanted to get a new, te- like wanted to do something to improve the roster, and he's the one that got dropped. Yeah, they're wow. protecting each other, and if you don't see that, I don't know how. Like, it is mind blowing. That's a good that take. This, that this unit is still together. Like, a- it actually is. If you look at historically, they've had more time than any team, than any duo, than any whatever over that time period. It's ridiculous.
2: I mean, th- th- that's a good take. Uh, I mean, just to get inside their head a little bit, I mean, I think the team and the coaching staff's approach to Call of Duty is just a bit different than the rest of the entire league. They're not trying to follow suit, right? They're trying to play extremely disciplined Call of Duty, and they believe that's the way to go. And Chino is, you know, for that mold, Chino does kind of fit it, right? Like for this team, like uh, they look a little bit slower. They're they're going to, you know, not make you know many mistakes. They just aren't going to be as quick as the other teams. Um,
3: here's, the, here's the thing, though, with that. Chene is not slow, by the way. Chene yeah, yeah. is not slow. And then you're also forcing a role change, which I don't know, may, maybe may or may not help. And someone in the chat said Silly was good at the beginning of Black Ops 4. First of all, Silly's not bad. Silly's not bad. I don't think any of the players are bad. They just don't work together to win. Silly's a good player. I, I mean, just, it just doesn't work. And it's been proven not to work.
2: Yeah, so was how is it change, still man. together? It was, a, it was a weird change because you got to think like the player that people want to team with on LAG is Vivid, right? Like it's the player that draws in you know most attention from other players around the league. So it's like I would um, I would have kept him on the team and tried to get somebody else to be his duo and work somewhere else there on that team and you build around him. It's almost like a it's the same thing that like I feel like Royal Ravens did. I, I think Vivid is clear cut, like obviously the best on the team, but it's like. these teams are choosing to i don't know they're choosing to cater to the wrong players in their roster and i just don't think long term that it's going to pay off i don't think it's the right decision to make because if your team doesn't form at the end of the season like you're gonna have to completely revamp once again but it's like why not start if you're gonna make moves anyway like start to make those moves right now and you know bringing somebody else on your bench to play alongside vivid and some of these other guys you know it just confuses me the decision making um yeah, they're trying to play more disciplined Call of Duty with this team. Though I can tell you this right now, their search and destroy will probably be great. they will probably be really good. Chino's a great search and destroy player. Uh, they're going to take their True. time, break you down. You're, it's going to be a grind in every single search and destroy map versus roster. Uh, but what other mode will they have? The question. Wow. Uh-huh. No?
3: <laughs> I don't know. And also, Vivid was playing well in search for them, right? Like, so. Oh well, yeah, yeah, yeah. I just think for their
2: <laughs> the way they their approach is to Call of Duty, like super strategic approach. It'll be a lot easier for them. To execute their game plan with chino and vivid because he's probably on a different page um do you mm-hmm. daddy nameless do you think illy should be dropped from dallas no <laughs> what? um no no all right so what do we got we got about 13 more minutes left so let's uh do our predictions for these series today real quick um we covered all the roster changes if there's anything else you guys want us to talk about real quick drop it in the in the chat as well we'll try to power it out okay so what matches do we have today all right, we have, let me put it on the big screen. All right, so we have Empire, Legion, Toronto, Mutineers. So we get to see uh, two of the big, you know, changes today, uh, debuting today, uh, Dallas versus Legion, temp on the roster. The banger of a match. I mean, Dallas, uh, Search and Destroy has not been the best lately. Uh, going up against Paris with this team should be a lot more improved in Respawn. Um, I think this goes all the way to game five, bro. I think this is going to be a a great series. Um, I'm excited for Temp to be back, dude. I think going down there to Challengers for Temp was so good for him, man. I think that for his mentality, for his approach to Call of Duty, dude, like he definitely learned a lot coming onto this team with Nikki D and these guys. Like he's going to be vibing, bro. Um, He's definitely going to be vibing. And him and Slasher, they just can't do it, bro. They just, they just <laughs> yeah, they yeah, that's that, that's that's forever Chalk. That's forever chalked. Chalk. Can't do it. And then we saw <laughs> we saw temp on other teams. Like he plays what he's been really good at these last few Call of Duti'es, man. Um, so this might be it for him. We'll see. I'm I'm excited for some. What are your thoughts on this series, brother?
3: Uh, I'm thinking that I'm thinking Dallas is going to win three uh, one or something like that. But I think it's going to be a pretty decent showing. It's just they're playing one of the top teams in the game. I'm excited for Temp too. I actually think that team that time in Challenger, excuse me, did nothing but help Donnie. 'Cause I would talk to him like, yo, how you doing? How you feeling? Like he's like, Bro, I feel like I feel like K D down here. Like I'm just yeah. running these kids over. Like if, if anything it did it just helped his confidence and he just truly believes in himself. He that's never an issue, but for someone like Don, he needs that. Yeah. And it definitely didn't hurt him getting dropped. And now he's at a place where he should be a lot more comfortable with his team, a lot more comfortable to be himself with his teammates. And I think that's really important.
2: Yeah, absolutely. Um and he can be more of like he can Add more value to this team in terms of like strategy and in game leading and stuff because Temp likes to do that at times. Uh, and it, yeah. I think his word will he's go a lot further. Yeah, he's very vocal and they're going to respect what he has to say on this team. Um, so I think it'll be, I actually think it's going to be really close, closer than you think. I think it's going to go game five. Um, but then the next series we have is Toronto Ultra versus the Florida Mutineers, the defending reigning champions, full of confidence going up against the Florida team with Havoc. Now, listen, I, I'm going <laughs> to preface this with like. All right, so if Skies and Awakening are absolutely on point, they can contend with the best of them. They can, you know, dominate series and they could take it. But going into this, I'm just, because more often than not, they're not on point at the same time. I'm going to say Toronto win this series pretty easily, just because I think it's going to take a little bit of time with bringing in Havoc to the team um, and, you know, trying to find that consistency in their mold. Like, I I think it's just going to take a little bit of time. They have to improve across all the game modes. There wasn't a single game mode that they were, like, really excelling in. And you look at Toronto at the major, their control was absolutely amazing. Their search and destroy was completely improved. And you know, their heart point was solid as well. So I get I think Toronto are gonna win the series pretty handedly. Um but like I said, I had to preface that with if awakening is skies, just show up today and have a great breakfast and, and absolutely go off anyway. <laughs> But that that only happens like every once in a blue moon right now. Thoughts? I mean I mean, you're
3: not wrong. It's simple yeah. as that. If yeah. they come out and everything is normal, Toronto should smoke them. But then I say that every single time Florida has a series. Every single time, if Skies an awake and Awakening decide to just be like ridiculous, they can beat anyone. Because when they're ridiculous, it's just like they have I know, like you. Predict. You have a you're a big weight guy. Like, I love when big he's crying. It My just looks ridiculous. It looks ridiculous. Like <laughs> you're like, dude. No one is touching this guy. So when they come out and he looks like that. Yeah, they can win. I hope I they, they learn
2: from their. Um, here, Let me go back to the screen real quick. I'm going to pull my email. So I have their map records and stuff. I hope they learn from like their veto process. Because I, I said this last night on the flank. I think that Florida in their scrims, like they're dominating on certain maps and they continuously are playing them in matches and it's not working. Their checkmate hardpoint in their matches, they continuously play it. They're one in six on that map. And then you look over at their checkmate SD. and they continue to play it. Now I know they have some six five losses, but they're still losing. They're two and five in checkmate search and destroy. Like I think you got to get lost. Yeah, I lost yeah. the loss. I think you got to just start getting rid of those maps. I don't care how you're performing in your scrims. I think you just start getting rid of those and start playing some maps that maybe you haven't played. Like they haven't even played a raid search and destroy. Like I think you just start to play it right. Like see where you stand on that map. And now that you're bringing in havoc, maybe things change a little bit on some of those mm-hmm. maps. So this could be a great opportunity for them to expand their map pool. And you know, test some things out and get rid of some of the maps they were struggling on previously, um, because they say it. Like Awakening tweeted it multiple times. Like I don't know what happens from scrims to matches, and that's obviously just like a teamwork communication thing. Um, but maybe,
3: maybe it's new. Other people trying a certain, trying a, like another level of hard.
2: Yeah, and that happened to me
3: last year, and with uh, when I was coaching the Optic LA team. Uh, we in scrims are hackney. We were just winning. We were winning hackney not every time But we had a really good clip in matches. We didn't win a single one. I'm like, you know what? I'm not listening to you guys. We're not playing this match. Yeah, we're not playing this map and it's like Whatever happens in matches. It doesn't work. It doesn't work and you just have to Sometimes you have to throw your little your data out and just just try something new man Just try something new don't just go out and lose the same thing over and over again and be stubborn It doesn't make sense.
2: Absolutely. I mean, I'm looking at the maps right now. So let me look at florida. Let me look at toronto so I mean, obviously, Florida might have a different approach because they have a new player on their team. Um, yeah, like, we'll probably see a, a raid hard point more than likely in this series. Here, what's Toronto? what's Toronto's record on there? This is this is literally how I do my predictions. I just look at the map records. It's the easiest way to do it. We'll That's pretty, pro- good. pretty good one. Yeah, we'll probably see a raid hard point. I know that they're... Let's see what control is Florida. Florida's pretty solid at garrison. So, I mean, th- so we're probably going to see a garrison today. Uh, Florida, they don't play raid. They played it one time. They'll get rid of that. And then, obviously... On the other side, I think Toronto's going to get rid a checkmate. And then it's Garrison. Oh, wow. I love just one ham in the chat. Thank you for the 10. Um, so, yeah, I mean, I give the edge to Toronto and, you know, the hard points and the control. And then it's search and destroy. Yeah, there's only one map where they're, they're particularly strong on for Florida, and that's Express. We'll probably see that. And Toronto's been great on Express as well. So, yeah, I mean, yeah. even, like, the maps that Florida are good at, it's going to be tough for them to go up against Toronto. Yeah. Um, we shall see, though, man. But I think we covered most of uh, most of the stuff, John.
3: Yeah, just the. Uh, I mean, what else? What did we miss? Maybe the they announced that there's going to be some land at some point, which is exciting. I didn't really talk about that, but that is Nothing.
2: exciting. <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm
3: hyped for that, bro. I'm vaccinated now, John. You've it? Uh, not fully vaxed. Maybe I will. Maybe be soon. Who knows? Go, dude. I also don't leave my house. It's fair. So there's that.
2: <laughs> Alright guys, any questions you guys want from us? Because I have rehearsal here in like 10 minutes. It's going to be a lit day on the stream, man. Make sure you guys are tuning in. I know there's a lot of Warzone stuff going on today. But for the True Call of Duty fans, I'll see you in the YouTube chat. But qu- Any questions you guys have? Uh, who are your top three main ARs in the game? Oh man. Main ARs? I, ARs in general? Uh,
3: uh selium. Brain power. <laughs> that is a lot of brain power because you don't say who they want they get upset You think
2: thank you jack and blood uh, give I'm not family. answering that yeah I'm not going to do the top list you know. <laughs> I see like a power rankings list and got absolutely fried somebody said yeah, uh, the worst takes the community <laughs> and I was just like alright I don't really know what to say it's just my personal power rankings is what I think I put optic top 6 because they got top 6 in the event and they still have a lot of work to do they are top 6 what are you going to say yeah they we still got a lot of work too oh loony hosted me as well thank you loony appreciate it um shout out out big dan man also as we didn't talk about seattle at all throughout this but they had a big turnaround yeah they did um they really did also standoff coming back will help some teams for
3: sure oh dude thank god for the old maps coming back by the way could you imagine oh no without
2: raid Mm -hmm. holy crap shoo standoff hopefully it helps too Big Blue Nation, Ben got proven wrong in that discussion last night. So I don't know if you're off the henny watching that or not. What discussion is he talking about? He's talking about the uh, the Seattle one, which we don't have to go into. So I talked about for three hours last night. Oh, but the, I mean, he literally the got proven wrong. The players literally came in, and said they tried it. <laughs> Listen, if you guys ever see that,
3: ben, ben does my least favorite thing, and that's use hindsight for all his arguments. It's so easy to say anything that he says. Yeah, he's when, when, I love him. When man. you're using hindsight, yeah. My like, golf I love duo. him too.
2: But like, come on, bro. That that, that <laughs> discussion was hilarious. Uh, yeah, it, if you jumped in mid-combo, you probably didn't quite understand the discussion. But I uh, notice he's not an Apti fan at all. I mean, yeah, Apti's all-time great. I mean, one of the best champs players of all times. So like, for well, I'm not getting into it again. It was good.
3: Also, <laughs> to say dude pick him up over Apple is ridiculous when Apple was better than him at the previous titles. Yeah, not App like
2: just <laughs> had a crazy champs too.
3: Yeah, they should have beat United. If you guys don't remember that, they choked something ridiculous, and then the United checkmate won or
2: Apocalypse HP to go for standoff. Um, I kind of like Apocalypse, bro. No lie. Uh, less checkmates. Whatever the players up. vote, though. I mean, I'd probably say get rid of checkmate, though. Ace, grade, ace grade an app after BO4 champs? No, no way. Um, um Yeah, no, probably not. But brother, you guys have any other good questions? I got like one more minute. You all tab checkmates even hardpoint, to be honest. <laughs> no, yeah. I do respect <laughs> Ben was literally one v 1v- yeah, he was like one v6ing, me really slashers in, well it's Parasite, like a bunch of us. He was going hard. But I mean he was just arguing. Like it wasn't he wasn't right. Uh, Would there be checkmate, a question mark on OG roster gotta if, be my if they don't series. make Sunday for third major in a row? It's all—it's de- all like it depends. It all depends every- on how it goes. Everything
3: depends on what goes down in the
2: matches. What you
3: look like? Yeah. Like, say they lose the same way again. Would you want them to make a team change? Like,
2: if some miraculous shit happens to them? Oh, if like, they let Big weight go to Empire, pfft, they better not let that happen.
3: Who are they going to drop for?
2: Cool. Illy. You'd put Illy in place. You'd put Big Wake in place of Illy, I think, if you made that change. Obviously, unless Illy, not turns it do around, that. unless Illy turns it around. Um, I mean, he's not playing horrible, but Big Wake's definitely better than Illy at this game right now. Mm. I, it's just a hypothetical in the chat. I mean, if you were to That's replace fair. somebody, it would be That's Big fair. Wake. Prim, or do big wake they on the will. team? I don't think they will. Would be now. I'm the biggest big wake fan in the. Yeah, I, you are. You just think <laughs> drop, drop for big wake? I forgot, would drop. Mike. I would drop nearly everybody in the game outside of like face players for a big wake. No lie, he's. Oh, that's w- weighted. I think he's like. <laughs> I think he's just like one of the best two a players in the game. I think he can run sub, AR, anything at at the at the highest at the highest level. This <laughs> is nah, He's not the best player in the he's... game. But he's one of the best players in the game for sure, undoubtedly. And all right, well. He has the highest he has one of the highest ceilings in Call of Duty, and that's undebatable. For sure. He's nasty. He's nasty. He hasn't touched but... sub in a minute, but if he did, he'd be disgusting. He's nasty, but you just said you drop everyone
3: outside of outside of. No, Atlanta I said I would drop
2: nearly most, like, if I would replace <laughs> near most of the players in the league with Big Wake. He's just re- he's very good, man. He's situationally. He's on point. Um, All right. He's been very inconsistent, guys, but his team's also been pretty inconsistent. It's kind of hard when you're, like, your squad's struggling. Um, I'm just basing it off of his ceiling, what I've seen from him. <laughs> I mean, at one point, he was leading the league in first blood percentage. They still couldn't win Search and destroys. Uh, his harpoon KD was like through the roof at one point, and then it dropped down. Like it's just they're just figuring it out. It doesn't mean that he's horrible <laughs> or that he's just an inconsistent player. Like what? He's a solid guy. He's a solid player. He's a huge, high ceiling. A crim hates Wake because he is insane and against him on his team <laughs> we, we would have his kids. <laughs> That'd be amazing. I don't think that's that hot of a take, bro. Big Wake's beast. It's
3: and just the way you said it. It's all good. Yeah.
2: Um, but I, I, gotta go cause I gotta go to rehearsal, but I appreciate all you guys, uh, tuning in today. Uh, if you guys enjoyed the pre-show, uh, leave a like, uh, on the YouTube video. If you enjoyed the show, I mean, and let us know if you want us to continue to do these as pre-shows, man. I think it's a good time. Uh, obviously after matches flank is always live. So it'd be pointless to go live at the same time. So I think we're going to do these in the morning now, John, you're just gonna have to wake up, bro. <laughs> Anyways, I'm going to play the the, the XP sports ad. Much love for everybody hanging out with us, John. Thank you for waking up, man. Appreciate it. We'll catch you guys in the next episode. Thank you guys for coming out, bros.